Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hockey on the radio tonight, 5.30 puck drop, Prudential Center. Wrapping up the season series, the Oilers and New Jersey Devils will go toe-to-toe. It is Calvin Pickard getting the start in net for Edmonton. Why not? He's got a career 9.63 save percentage against the Devils. Three games, okay, but not too bad at all. It's his best mark against any NHL team, so they're going to ride it just like they did in the previous encounter back on December 10th, a home win for the Edmonton Oilers. It was their seventh in a row. Now they won one more, and now since then they've lost three in a row. And just like that, the game of snakes and ladders ongoing in the standings sees them tumble seven points back of the final wildcard playoff spot in the West. And we're doing a lot more glancing and glazing at the standings than we perhaps should be at this juncture of the season, but... That's just to highlight how much things can change in a quick amount of time because of the little room for error left by the Edmonton Oilers at this point. 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line if you want to get in touch. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Oilers Now is brought to you each day by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas, offering tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit World of Spas. We've got Ron McLean still to come. We're going to do game day trivia as well for our friends at uh, Pro-Am Sports. Right now, i got to remind you, we've got this New West travel trip in June for a 14-day Globus tour through the beautiful countryside of Newfoundland, and it features the Iceberg Festival. Your New West travel Newfoundland package includes flights, hotels, meals, and guided local tours to see Iceberg Alley, do some whale watching and check out the lighthouses along the coastal cliffs. And plus, you can meet the locals for a screech-in. What's that? Why don't you Google screech? I think it's a culturally relevant bit of 
alcohol they've got out there in the eastern part. Uh, but check it out and you can save $400 when you book by December 30th. Week and a half left on that offer. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. 5.30 puck drop, Oilers and Devils, a 4-1 Oilers victory last time out. They got to find a complete effort again. This is, it's been a bit frustrating to watch in the sense that they're either getting stymied by excellent goaltending, which on paper you had to worry might have been the case. Vasilevsky, Sorokin, they still have Shesterkin to deal with coming up tomorrow. Uh, but this is an elite offensive team, or at least one that has elite offensive players. And to that end, we know where Leon Dreisaitl would like to be five on five and have hasn't been frankly we could say the same of Evander Kane recently and I've had people coming up to me saying Connor McDavid doesn't necessarily look like his full self I disagree on that one I mean I think that there was a stretch enough where he looked like the must-see television product or must-listen radio uh, product that we've come to expect um but you can't be the guy playing 25, 27 minutes every night willing this team to victory. There's no need for that. And no Stanley Cup team or no Stanley Cup winning team is, is you know, having that all pulled by one guy on one rope. As we know, that said, McDavid does now lead the team with 30 assists and 41 points. Jack Hughes is the high water man on the other side. 38 points for the former first overall pick there. And uh, wow, did we ever see him you don't often see him right they come through town once a year these types of teams that's why it's so special when you get to see the rangers the leafs the the montreal canadians but new jersey while they aren't where they want to be yet they still have some really exciting young talent not the least of which both wearing hues on the back of their jersey you've got jack up front and you've got luke who's quarterbacking the power play at 20 years old in the absence of dougie hamilton so let's do this let's get to the game day lineup report that's brought to you by mcguire financial stick handle your way to financial success for a free financial consultation visit mcguirefinancial.ca there was no pregame skate for the oilers so instead we navigate to bob underscore stoffer on x for the most recent information and uh, again i say this is all highlighted by the fact that connor brown is a healthy scratch so adam ernie finds himself on on the fourth line, James Hamblin, Derek Ryan there as well. Your top line, though, which was, uh, I mean, are they the best line in the NHL? There's probably some teams we don't think about immediately that would have to stake a claim to that. Uh, but McDavid with Zach Hyman and Ryan Nugent Hopkins was quickly reverted to about halfway through that Islanders game. They tried to break it up. They tried for some more balance. They weren't having it because the rest of the team didn't really respond. So right back to that offensive catalyst, they go uh, somewhere north of a 77% uh, goal share when they're on the ice. So in layman's terms, they score a lot when they are on the ice. Hyman leading the team with 18 goals on the year. Leon Dreisaitl with Evander Kane and Warren Fogle. Ryan McLeod 
McLeod centering Matthias Janmark and Sam Gagne gets a bump up. Uh, Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece, Matthias Eckholm and Evan Bouchard, who had his point streak end at 13 games against the Islanders. Brett Kulak, David uh, David DeHarnay, Vinny! Vinny DeHarnay, he he plays defense for this team. And Calvin Pickard, again, gets the start. As for the New Jersey Devils, let's see how quickly I can navigate over to Amanda Stein's page on X because uh, she has arguably the most impeccable penmanship that you will ever find. Okay, yes, indeed she did post it. Um, Nico Heischer centering Jesper Brat and Andre Palat. Jack Hughes with Tyler Toffoli, who they acquired from Calgary in the offseason, and Eric Halla. Dawson Mercer, former member of Canada's World Junior Team, with Timo Meyer, who's having a tough year, and Alexander Holtz, another high draft pick there. Michael McLeod, who's winning faceoffs at a 65% clip. Can you teach your brother a thing or two about that? I'm begging. I am begging you. And that's not to sound like a jerk. It's just that if you've got one of the top face-off guys in the NHL in your family, why not hunker down at his house for a week in the summer and go play in the driveway until you've got blisters on your fingers? Because this Oilers team could use a face-off behemoth, and Mikey McLeod is that. He's centering Curtis Lazar and Nathan Bastian on New Jersey's fourth line. Jonas Siegenthaler, a very underrated player, and Simone Nett. Uh, second overall pick. That's your uh, deep pair number one. Kevin Ball and John Marino, and that's got to be Brendan Smith and uh, Luke Hughes on the third pair, if you can call it the third pair. Akira Schmid gets the start. Vitek Vanacek is backing up. That is your lineup report uh, for McGuire Financial. Again, you're hearing from Brendan right now because apparently there's an accident outside Secaucus, New Jersey. I joked about the Jersey Turnpike. I'm looking at a map right now, and I don't actually think that that's the way they would take to the rink, just for what it's worth. But Bob is still laboring through what I'm sure is a painful experience on the Oilers' chartered bus right now. So let's do this. We'll press pause, and we'll bring it back with our headliner today inside the audio vault as well. A couple pre-taped conversations, this upcoming one with Adam Ernie, who draws into the lineup instead of Connor Brown. Brendan Escott taking up to a 530 puck drop between the Oilers and Devils on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. They're running with the Devils tonight, or at least they're hoping to be. Last time they met, it was a seventh consecutive win for the Oilers. Uh, that was a little over a couple of weeks ago. A little under a couple of weeks ago. What are my dates doing here? You know, we'll get there. <laughs> it was December 10th at Rogers Place. Now, I bet you the traffic was uh, much better on that day than it was to get this man to the arena. <laughs> we were pleased to be joined uh, from the Prudential Center. Yes. Yeah. The Rock. How are you doing, Brett? I'm doing well, Bob. How was the ride? <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. There's reasons things happen. Um, when we've seen a shift basically since the pandemic, a lot of teams 
uh, don't do morning as many morning practices now. And given the unpredictable nature of traffic from downtown Manhattan into New Jersey, and sure enough, today happened to be a day uh, the team actually left 15 minutes uh, earlier than normal. Uh, normally, they would leave roughly two hours, uh, about three hours before game time. We have a uh, basically a, a coaching slash trainers therapist bus. Some days it leaves four hours before, and that's the one that I take to to make it in time for a show three hours before puck drop. Uh, but because we can't get that bus back in time, we're cut to two buses today. And uh, today happened to be the one day, sure enough, uh, once we got out of the tunnel, there was a nasty accident, and it delayed things by 12 to 14 minutes. So my apologies. You knew all along you are going to have to do the first half hour. Some people would say that's better radio, and uh, <laughs> we discussed this way back in July that this could be a possibility. Yeah. And this was one of the trips that I thought that it might occur on. So tomorrow we're at, we're at MSG, which by the as the crow flies, is less than a mile uh, from our hotel, but it's still a 22-minute bus ride uh, to get there. And as a result, again, we don't have the quick turnaround like we did when we were in Long Island, where we were probably about 18 to 17 minutes away. So it's all part of it. This is the sort of thing behind the scenes that people, you know, you're privileged to do a role like this. And it's uh, it's something that player like, you know, we have a back-to-back, so the team's not going to skate uh, on back-to-back uh, mornings. Uh, and people say, oh, suck it up, buttercup. But I just, I think most people get it that have their regular routines. A lot of people don't like getting knocked out of their routine in any job that they do. And there are certain places that you come to where, like in Edmonton, it's easy. It's all about the hockey. The teams have access to the arena. You know, like yesterday, we're sitting there practicing in the New Jersey practice facility. So the team actually hasn't been on the ice at the Prudential Center, uh, Brendan. So... Uh, you know, they haven't played here since last October, and uh, yesterday Seton Hall was playing UConn, which would have been a big deal in the Big East, but uh, se- several years ago. So there's lots of different factors that in the Canadian markets are way easier on teams, whereas in the U.S. markets with quick turnarounds and facilities and that sort of thing, and then you factor in the travel. And what's crazy about it is Newark, which is where the arena is, the actual city, like Edmonton, if you look at population sort of models, it's got it at about 1 million. Newark's only 330,000, but there's the surrounding counties that knock it up uh, into, you know, a New York area that's over 14 million people. So it's crazy. It's just, and just the traffic was just nonstop. So there you go. There's a useless, superfluous knowledge. Uh, yeah, you did a lot already. So that's great. Let's do this. It is currently 323 at Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Ron McLean coming down the pipe at 335. But at this moment, let's get to a one-on-one conversation with a guy who draws back in the lineup, the Oilers, Adam Ernie. All right, Adam, it's been a while uh, since you've had a chance to play. Just uh, based on practice today, it does appear you're back in the lineup. What is a, I, I know you've been in the league for a while. What does a pro do to sort of stay mentally prepared to get back in there? I think the biggest thing is just trying to stay part of the team, you know, just hanging with the guys. It's, it's tough when you're not playing to continue to feel like a part of the team sometimes uh, when you go a stretch without playing. So I think we have such a tight-knit group that uh, that wasn't too hard. But, um, you know, just putting in the extra work after practice, knowing that, you know, you're not getting the work at night in the games and, and the work in the gym. So, um, you know, 
know, when, when it's a, a long stretch like that, it's, it is a little tough. Now, we've seen you mostly on left wing in Edmonton, but the fact of the matter is you played a fair amount on the right side uh, when you were with Detroit. Maybe tell us a bit about that. Yeah, I did. I played um, two full years there with um, Glenn Denning and Helm on the right side. Um, got to feel real comfortable with that. Um, had most of my success on the right, actually. Uh, but I am comfortable on both sides. Um, I think when I came into the league in the beginning, I was um, on the right as well. But I've bounced back and forth a little bit, um, but completely comfortable on both sides. All right, so there's a left shot playing the right side. How does it benefit a guy? I think first off is the wall work. I think in the D zone, if you get a, a rimmed puck, it's, it comes on your forehand versus your backhand. Um, and then me, I like to drive the net. Um, so I think on the right side there, being able to protect it uh, with your top hand there um, and driving the net on, with a puck on your backhand uh, is a little easier on the right side. Is it difficult for a guy who's in another lineup to communicate uh, about what the change has been like with the coaching staff? Or can you see, because you're practicing, like, like today as an example, the start of practice, one of the things that was clearly uh, being focused on was uh, getting that front presence and getting, because if you'd watched the last two games against Florida and against uh, the Islanders, the Oilers had a lot of one-and-dones around the net, didn't have a lot of net front presence. So it seems like what Chris does is after doesn't have to be after a loss, but after a lack of success in the first uh, in the previous game or two, that seems to be the area of focus on practice. Yeah, it certainly was. Um, pretty much like you said, you know, we just didn't have too much uh, net front presence there. Uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head with the, the one done, so uh, it definitely was a focus for us. I think we definitely want to have one guy kind of planted in front, making it tough on the goalies. Um, but I think the key is not, not to have just one guy there. You know, We need to have another guy in the area to be able to clean up the, uh, the loose rebounds there. Um, you know, it's, it's tough for that guy that's that's creating a screen to also get the rebound. You know, a lot of times he's tied up with the defenseman, so um, if you can have a second guy coming in there looking for that loose puck, a lot of times he's the one that gets rewarded. And Adam, you won the Guy Lafleur Award. What's the Guy Lafleur Award? Uh, that is the MVP of the uh, playoffs in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And that was with the uh, Ramparts at that time? Yes, yes it was. Now, was Pat, Patty Watt coaching, or was he left to go to Colorado at that time? Yeah, he was my coach for my first two years, and uh, Phil Boucher was my coach the second two years. And he was the coach um, when that when that uh, Memorial, Memorial Cup year um, was. Yeah, the Ramparts are a very professionally run major junior team that seem to be good almost every year. They don't tend to have cyclical ups and downs. What was uh, Patrick Wall like as a coach? He was awesome. Uh, he was tough, but fair, uh, hard, honest. Uh, you knew what you were going to get, and I, I really respected him for it. Um, you know, held guys accountable and um, you know, really prepared me for the life of being a pro and just being able to prepare for whatever's thrown at you and, and handle not knowing exactly what's coming at the rink, whether it's good or bad, or you know, just preparing for the worst sometimes. You know, he's uh, obviously very emotional, and um, you know, we had a lot of bag skates, we had a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, you know, like I said, he was my first two years, so we had a bit of a young team, me, Duclair, Grigorenko. Uh, so you know, he knew he was building some some young talent into into men. So um, he was a big part of uh, you know me getting here. That is Adam Ernie of the Edmonton Oilers. He's our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, Travis and Trent at Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We'll tell you that name, Grigorenko. Mikhail Grigorenko came into Edmonton in 2012, met with the media, wore a Canada T-shirt. I'll never forget it. We're going to go to Oilers Game Day Trivia. It's brought to you by Pro-Am Sports, Fan Cave, and Fan Gear Specialist. Bob Stoffer joining you from The Rock, the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. 
Uh, Pro-Am Sports Game Day Trivia. All correct answers enter to win a signed Evander Kane jersey. Check that out at proamsports.ca or visit 12728 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. Fairly easy question for you. Name the uh, current member of the New Jersey Devils that won a Memorial Cup with the Edmonton Oil Kings in 2014. Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. in Edmonton. We'll hand off to a Randy Kilburn. Global news, weather, traffic update, and come back with Ron McLean.